narrative of Judah and Tamar is one that easily gets lost in biblical narrative. We become so caught up in the story of Joseph and his dreams that we are tempted to skip over this narrative. This narrative of Jacob's fourth son. His son Judah who is included and who the editors and writers of Genesis want to include to portray how his line was almost lost. The narrative starts out as Judah goes out and he finds him a wife. Judah begins his life and he finds his wife and he has three sons and he, he establishes for his sons a family. His first son gets a wife. His first son upsets the Lord and he dies without a child. And this jeopardizes the line of Judah. And so now it becomes the responsibility of his second oldest son to raise up a line for his brother. He likes the idea of using Tamar's body. But he dislikes the idea of having a line for his brother, so he practices the only form of birth control that he knows. And the Bible says that it upsets God and his second son dies. And so Judah puts Tamar away. He sends her home to her father's house to live as a widow. And he says to her, when my third son is old enough, I will send him to you and I will have him fulfill the obligations, but Judah had no intention of doing right by Tamar. So the Bible says that Tamar sitting by the wayside, Tamar having been put on the back burner, Tamar having been neglected by the ones who were entrusted to take care of her, took matters into her own hands. And I Wonder, have you ever been there when folk have written you off? Folk have neglected you when you trusted somebody. When somebody said they were going to take care of you. Somebody promised you that they had your back. Somebody said they were going to ride with you. Only to turn their back on you and lie to your faith. Tamar took matters into her own hands. 
Bible says she dressed up, changed her garments. It's interesting where Tamar positioned herself. And what I want to suggest to you is that sometimes Sometimes you've got to change your position. Tamar went and sat at the entrance of Edom, which is really the place of opening your eyes. Sometimes you've got to see folk for who they really are. Sometimes when folks smile in your face, sometimes when folks talk to you like they, they're your best friend, sometimes when folk treat you like they, they, they're the best thing that ever happened to you, Sometimes you got to see them how they really are. Go to the place where your eyes can be open. You can see them, but they can't see you. She knew who her father-in-law was, but he didn't recognize her. She, she knew who he was, but he, he didn't recognize her. Isn't that interesting to you that he couldn't recognize his daughter-in-law? Isn't it interesting that, 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 that even in his grieving, even in, in his need, even in his frustration, he couldn't recognize the one he had broken. All he could see is what he needed in the moment. Text lets us in in a clue that his wife had died. In his loneliness, he now finds comfort in the arms of this strange woman. So he asked her to provide him with some comfort. And so having broke her, she begins to negotiate something and she asked him for something significant. Uh, the, the, the next thing that's stands out to us is that she asked him for his signet ring. Shakespeare raises the question, this play Romeo and Juliet wasn't a name. Does a rose by any other name smell as sweet? Judah, this time I will Praise the Lord. Every time he signed his name, he couldn't sign his name because he had to surrender his signature over to her. Let's back up for a moment here as we find this in the text and she he surrenders his, his identity to her. He surrenders to her 
the very thing that makes him who he is. And so he finds himself embarrassed. The one who would praise the Lord could now no longer praise the Lord because he is embarrassed. But he then would accuse Tamar of this text is that he accuses Tamar. He is quick to accuse her when she is impregnated by her actions. And he is quick to forget his. Don't you know folk will attempt to pull you in some stuff. And they will forget about how they tried to pull you in. But I find out that Tamar didn't wait around for payment because she needed to remind Judah that when he came knocking about her being pregnant, she needed to let him know who did the now God's divine plan meant that Judah became both father and grandfather He stood in his son's place because of his fear of what would happen to his other son. And so God had to spare his line by his own action. But if Judah had not turned in to her, the line of Judah would have been lost. What if the whole point of this is to ask if there had not been a Perez, there would not be a Jesus. And so Judah turns in and God's divine hand is there. And it demonstrates that while everyone thinks they have the upper hand in this text, Judah thinks he has the upper hand on Tamar. Tamar thinks she has the upper hand on Judah. And even Zerah thinks he has the upper hand because he sticks his hand out first. When they are born, the Bible says that Perez breaks out first. And the midwife said, what a breach. What a breakthrough. 
created for yourself. Sometimes we gotta create a breakthrough for ourselves, and sometimes we're in the waiting process. And we need to break out of what nearly broke us. Because if there had not been a Perez, there would not have been a Jesus. Some of us are dealing with issues that carried us through 2018 that we can't carry into 2019 that we gotta break out of. If you stay with me a few more weeks, you'll find out the value of a Perez breakthrough. You need to bust out of What's been capturing you? You need to be delivered from what's been holding you back. You need to break through when folk got the upper hand on you. People have mistreated you. People have put you aside. People have written you off. It's nearly broken you. There's a breakthrough in you waiting to be delivered. If there were no breakthrough, there would be no Jesus. Think about it for a moment. In your life, where you are, if you had not gone through It take my head. Broken. Tossed aside. Neglected. Abandoned. But she has a breakthrough. Waiting on her. God's got something for you. It's time to change your clothes. You've been wearing grieving clothes for too long. sitting on the sidelines for too long. And you might miss the Lord calling you in. Saying this is your opportunity. It doesn't always happen. It won't always be available, but this is 
You are opportunity.